Well, Megan, thanks for joining us on the show on this Saturday night. I don't know where, what is it, midday there? I don't know. It's uh, it's early morning here, so that's why I look like an absolute state. I've rolled out of bed. Oh, as <laughs> if, mate, as if, as if. <laughs> uh, there is, it's weird with the time time differences, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, you know. No, thank the... you for having me. I'm uh, always happy to speak to people, and uh, especially an Aussie. I love an Aussie. Do you with the with our backwards accents that um, you know, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, you're very kind. You're very kind. But, uh, of course, the new Vexed album, Negative Energy, is out on Jul- June. Not June. Not July. What am I doing? See, this is why I think I need a beer. You know what? You've just, I, I'm, I just woke up. But um, <laughs> June 23rd, and it's already in my top uh, 10 of the year. It, it's such oh, a wow, phenomenal you. album. I've just been listening to it a lot. I'm lucky. I get get it early. But, um, hey. man, it's 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 very, very dark. And I think there's a few yes. things on this album that really struck a nerve with me personally. And okay, yeah, like I, I don't know, maybe it's my interpretation of it. I guess that's that's music. It's open to that. But mm-hmm. you know, are you hoping that people find their own connection with it? Yeah, I think if anybody can take something that resonates with them on a personal level, then that's just always an added bonus to anything we write um but we're so in love with the the album it was such Mm. a therapeutic process and uh, got us through some really really dark times that we're just excited for it to be out and uh, for people to kind of hear this new era of the band because we really feel like we found ourselves and our sound with this one and uh yeah that's really cool that you love it so thank you I do I do and it's very very heavy (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> and I, I, I think that, you know, it's, it's has less of the melodic vocals on it, but when those mm-hmm. parts come in, it just hits so hard. Like, <laughs> you know, it's, it just makes, I don't know. It just makes it heavier. Was that, is, was that the idea behind that? Yeah. So I, I wanted to do more like heavy vocals on this album. We wanted to get heavier I know a lot of bands with albums tend to get lighter, but I think we're probably going to get heavier each time or just say, stay, you know, as heavy as we currently are because that's what we love. We love heavy music. Um, and, yeah, I, I'd kind of gotten sick of doing the singing stuff and uh, we focused more on on spoken word and shouting and screaming and yeah. rapping. And uh, it was just a lot more fun on a personal level for me. And then when I did do those clean parts, I enjoyed them so much more because they actually meant something and they were put there for a purpose and a reason as opposed to just putting clean melodies in to try and please the general metal community. So, yeah, it was definitely purposefully done. And um, it's just going to make my love for vocals um, even bigger. So because I'm finally doing stuff that I actually really want to do. Did you did you find that you approached recording differently doing that? Like, was there a different process for you? Yeah, I think um, it was more freeing, to be honest. Like with our previous album, I had to be very strict and regimented in every aspect because clean vocals I find are more difficult to get done Mm. um whereas 
because I was doing screams and I wanted it to come across as very emotional and um, big, I could just like let the little cracks come out in my voice and I could, um, I didn't have to worry about being so squeaky clean and polished and perfect. I could just let the emotion come out with the voice and um, it made the process a lot more enjoyable. It took a lot of pressure off because I was just doing vocals that I not necessarily find easy, but that I find easier and that I enjoy. And um, I didn't have to be so overly critical of myself. I find it easier to do the screaming thing than yeah thing. Like I, I do a lot. Like I, it ne- never used to be that way, but now I just, <laughs> I'm a death metal. <laughs> guy, you know, I just, yeah. I just yeah. That, the other boys do the singy, singy parts now. So yeah. <laughs> no I totally agree it's uh, it, there's something weird about it isn't there like yeah. I feel so vulnerable when I start doing cleans I'm like oh god I have to hit every note perfectly this has to sound good and then when I'm doing my screams I'm just like hell yeah I don't care if I sound like crap I'm I'm just shouting and I'm angry and it's great <laughs> go, yeah yeah the, the, they are <laughs> critical but I couldn't imagine you ever not nailing those vocals because they are like the melodic stuff is very 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 good so thank you so much that's yeah. really nice of you no I, I i think you're one of the best in the game so and that's not thank me just saying it. I'm like i honestly that's one thing that drew me to the band was that damn thank you, know, you there's a lot i mean there's a lot of people that do this thing but mm-hmm. you've got your own little style there and it's, it's cool damn thank yeah. you so much that's, that's right. really cool that's all right <laughs> just, just being honest mate and uh the track uh cross my heart Mm-hmm. Single. X my X my yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I hope to die yeah. with death and I guess what happens after and it's something that mm-hmm. I guess we all have to deal with and it's something that I have mm-hmm. been you know in my my forty third year in this planet I think a lot more of these days <laughs> which is kind of weird to say I guess but you know I guess with with that do you think it's it's leaning towards the the religious side but is there also other parts of it where you know maybe reincarnation and and things like that there's a line in the song oh what is it um if you ask me what i believe in all honesty uh it's constant process and is that is that referring to that not particularly. Um, what happened was I had a very close, um, I had a parent basically pass away and I I was raised as Catholic. So we believe something very like, this is exactly what happens when you die. Hmm. But I lost my faith and I left the church um, and I started looking at just, I just started critically thinking for myself and just looking at, um, how man as in human beings themselves treat other people within religions because ultimately none of us actually know what happens after you die and I just wanted to be able to come to terms with that's okay and I don't need to find the answer because no one human being should be able to tell you that this is the answer and you're wrong if you think anything else and so I think faith Um, And a lot of religions are incredibly beautiful and based on kindness and love. But when humans get involved and use it to make laws or hate on certain people or get loads of money and corrupt, you know, they use it for their own personal gain. 
that's what the song was about. It was about how I just couldn't be in that world anymore, knowing how corrupt people have made it. Um, and uh, yeah, I think the more I learn about all these sort of things, the more I'm like, wow, I was following so blindly. I had no idea. Um, and yeah, so I have my own beliefs now and I, I don't need to put it to a church or a religion. And I think that's far more healthy, just accepting that none of us really know what happens and that's totally okay. That's, I like that. I like that. Cause I feel exactly the same way. I went through it when I was in my younger days. So. Oh, bless you. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's you a know. weird thing. It's really weird. Yeah. And breaking free of that is it, it's, it's definitely, <laughs> it hits hard. I know. I know. I oh my God. Yeah. I definitely know. Yeah. Definitely know, mate, you know, breaking free of that. But yeah. with regards to the album cover, how does that tie in mm -hmm. with, with the themes of the album and the album title? So when we were trying to come up with a design, um, I we were struggling for a while because I wanted to do 3D art because I, I love that sort of vibe. Mm. I think it, I follow loads of Instagram um, graphic designers that do that sort of thing. So I wanted to do that, but trying to think of something that was relevant was a bit tricky. So I started looking up um, symbols of grief and grieving and a dragonfly kept coming up. And uh, what's like quite nice about it is that the day that my um, grandparent died a dragonfly landed on me and just sat on me for ages um, at the house and it turns out that the dragonfly is a symbol of grief and so I was like wow it should be a dragonfly and um, so I started mocking up some terrible designs on like the apple version of paint on my phone and uh, yeah I just decided that a dragonfly would represent the grief and then the lollipop is representing carrying around that grief and that pain and how to look at it, it looks like a really nice image and it looks sweet and it looks cute. But the reality is that not everything is always as nice as they appear. Mm. And, you know, the dragonfly, the dragonfly is carrying this around because it doesn't have a choice. It's stuck to that lollipop. It, it can't get off it. So it has to carry it around, which makes it become more frail and tired or it rips its legs off, you know, to escape it. And uh, wow. that's the kind of deeper meaning behind it is that, you know, things aren't always as they seem, aren't always as good as they seem, um, tying into sort of like the whole process of grieving type, type message. That's amazing, mate. And I, I think a lot of people are going to connect with this album in a lot of ways, as we were saying before. And, and mm -hmm. so that's, you know, I appreciate you delving into that because i know it's a no right. no you know thank you no it's uh i think it's important to talk about because no matter how uh painful of an experience it was if i can in any way just even just know letting people know that they're not alone in what yeah. they're going through that's that's better than me just not talking about it at all mate i i appreciate that that's awesome but um you know of course uh you know you've got Lockie from alpha wolf on here too Yes. Aussie. Yeah, he's Aussie. Good we yeah. just we just love the Aussies. <laughs> no, have you been here? I, I I'm trying to think. No. No, I haven't, which is tragic because I've got family out out with you guys. And uh yeah. we had CJ we had CJ feature before. He's an Aussie. Yes. We've just got we've just got a thing for Aussies. So I I feel like I have like a connection to Australia that I'm not even a, like, you know, 
aware of. I I need to fulfill my Aussie life. <laughs> Is it because we're 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 all the ones that you booted out? From over there, you know, we're all the convicts that just got, <laughs> got kicked on the boat and we <laughs> got shipped oh. out here. And you're like, oh, I guess we feel sorry for them. You know, they're left out. Oh. You know? <laughs> no, honestly, you. I think you guys are just are the UK equivalent, but you just happen to be on the other side of the world. Like, we're so similar. And, like, right. I'll do some, like, interviews and I have to be really careful about what I say because people can get very offended because, like, I swear like a sailor. And like, I'll drop the C bomb in as like a compliment to people, and they don't quite grasp it, and they'll be like, "Whoa, okay." And well, so I've had to, I've had, I've had to learn to be very like um, careful with my words. However, when I'm talking to you guys, one of the best compliments we ever got was from an Australian bloke who said, "These C's f hard." Yeah. Oh god. Okay, amazing. These these cunts fuck hard, and I was just like. There you go. They get us. They get yeah. us. This is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a really good compliment. That is one of the best you can get down here. So yes, we, yeah, yeah. And, we, and we say it so often. I've I've said it around uh, bands from overseas, and they've just been like, Whoa. it's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, like, Travis, he's you know, he's a good cunt. That's a compliment. <laughs> like, yeah, it, and yeah, so it's a uh, bad cunt. Yeah. Is like mad cunt. Matt, yeah. Like you're like, oh man, yeah. You're like, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> it's a very endearing word. <laughs> yeah. Not to the rest of the world, but um. No. <laughs> <laughs> but how did you get? How did you get lucky on board? You, you mates with those guys? Um, we're just super fans. I think we met up with them um when they came to the UK recently on their headline tour and we'd been talking a lot over social media because like I said I'm just a super fan of Alpha Wolf I love what they do and Lockie is just one of my favorite vocalists I think he's very unique and I think the guys are just really unique in that they're not douchebags they're just lovely people mm-hmm. that play sick music which weirdly is just really difficult to come across nowadays most people are just dickheads that write great music so the fact that they're lovely people as well is just yeah made me love them even more and um yeah so we've kind of been chatting and sharing each other's music and um just got you know an internet friendship I suppose and then Jay our guitarist just asked Lockie one day if he'd be up for a feature and uh we weren't expecting anything but he was just like hell yeah and uh we were like oh shit it's actually gonna happen so uh that was that was great it was just an ask and see what happens and uh yeah he was down for it so good it sounds so good you guys together it's like thank you yeah he (laughs) he nailed it like his gutturals at the end it's just like Oh, it's just the cherry on top. I know. Cherry. It's, it's so it's, good. Yeah, stank, it's real stank face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah proper stank face. Proper stank. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be on. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to print that now. I'm going to have proper stank on my shirt. Proper stank. <laughs> That's proper <I'm> stank. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get hit up for vocal spots all the time? I mean, do you, you know? Some sometimes um, I'm because I'm on Napalm Records. I have yes. to get permission for features, um, and so that can be a bit tricky. But um, I do get asked, and I would love to do it. Um, I think once this album campaign is out of the way, you know, 
if anybody who has hit me up is still interested I would love to do it because it just seems like so much fun like we always love having features so I'd love to do it as well um but yeah I, I don't get hit up much to be honest I've had a couple of asks but it just didn't quite work out um but who knows if this album goes well I might be I might get more <laughs> Stuart Stuart you should be everywhere yeah exactly uh, hopefully one day I'll get you on a track yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That would be yeah. sick. <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, who the hell are these guys? But um <laughs> what's this? But um yeah, of course, uh, you know, you've you've got a bunch of stuff coming up as well. you know, you got Tech Fest coming up mm-hmm. next month, which is just yes. fucking huge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We we love those guys. Um they were like it was Tech Fest was actually Vex's first ever show because um we had other shows planned before that and like crazy stuff happened that just seems like, like you're making it up. But like the first show that we were supposed to play was a headline in London and somebody died in the venue. And so we were like, they, they canceled the event. And so we were like, like halfway through the night and we were like, Oh shit, because they, they died the night before or the week before. I can't remember. And it turned out that um, it was somebody very high up in the military and so they thought he'd been poisoned and it was like this whole like just the whole place got like swatted whilst the show was like going on. So so that was like our first show that we didn't get to play. And it was just like, what the fuck is happening? Like the police just like swarmed the building. And yeah, so that was meant to be our first one. Sounds then like another an episode one got of NCIS. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It was, like, it was literally mental. just... It was insane. And like, yeah, they were like, yeah, you can't take your equipment. This is all um, needs to go under investigation. And uh, we were like, nah, that's uh, that's coming home with us. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. So, yeah, Tech Fest turned out to be our first our first show. And uh, it's the last time they're putting on the event for a, for a while. So uh, we're really happy that we got asked to come and play it and kind of like give them a swan, swan song they deserve. Um, yeah, it feels very full circle, and uh, we love that festival. We get very messy at that festival, <laughs> and you gotta. I, I, I see you got, yeah, I mean, you guys over there get so many good, good festivals, and stuff. I, I got we do. We're lucky. Europe and stuff now, and they're just mm-hmm. like you know, taking selfies and stuff, and we're like freezing our asses off down here, <laughs> and it's like, man, like it, it just seems is it is it like that, like every week. Well, I don't know where you are in the grand scheme of things in in, mm. in England. Where, like, what part? Uh, north of London, basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, but I mean, is it like a regular thing for you guys over there? We be like over the paper, You're like, oh, there's twenty bands that I love playing this week. Is it, is it regular? <laughs> I mean, it. If you like going to smaller, like sweaty up close London shows, then yes, there's always a van playing. Festival-wise, it's a bit more spread out, but um, we're jealous of, like, what you guys have over there and, like, American shows as well. I think you're always jealous of what you can't have. Like, watching the Knockfest stuff out in uh, Oz just looked... I've never felt more FOMO in my life. I was just like, I'd love to be there so much. Um, But then we did... Was it good? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was was a pretty good day. No, it's all Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but we just had download and that was really cool. Um, so 
Yeah, a bit of both. Bit of both. There's always something on. Have you got a big tour planned to to knock out the rest of the year? Is that what's what's on the card? That's what's being that's what's being planned. We can't announce anything yet. Um, but yeah, we are planning. But uh, we have got some um, headline shows that we will be announcing soon to kind of promote the album. So I'm really looking forward to that because that will be those like smaller venues where we can just play all the new stuff instead of just the singles. So that will be great. I can't wait to do them. Australia? Oh, I would die. I'd love to. Um, <laughs> we keep being asked to, but we just need a big band to want us to support them out there. Um so we need somebody to, like, want to take us out enough that it's, like, doable, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, if um, any Australian bands are listening, <clears throat> Thy Art is Murder, um, just <laughs> let us know. <laughs> Marshy, 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 yeah. Marshy. Will uh, DJ. Mm, Will uh, If they watch yeah. this, yeah, hey, do it. Do it. Yeah, that would be awesome. Uh, That'd be so sick. We'll um, open for you for free. It's fine. Just, just <laughs> we'll, we'll go. <laughs> we'll have the beers ready for you. But hey, that would be amazing. That would be really, really mm. cool. I mean, I just, yeah. I just want to see you guys live. You know. Ah, uh, thank you. We just want to play anywhere. Like, if somebody's nan has got their basement free in Australia for a show, we're there. Like, really? We'll do anything. Seriously, we I just will love hold you shows. to that. Because <laughs> I I have a living room. Right. I'll move Whoa. the couches and I'll I'll tell my kids to to you know stand back and you can you can do that. We can just we can just tear up your living room. Please, please do. That's all right. I'd love to. Yeah, Haven't you? Great. So you know, <laughs> come over. My wife might not be so happy about it, but I'm sure, you know, we can we can work that out. But <laughs> I don't know where it's going with that. But uh, of course, I mean, what what else do you? I mean, I you know you can't tell about the dates. But what else have you got sort of planned in in terms of dreams for the band and where you want to head? Obviously, America's is is on the on the cards. Have you done that yet? Mm-hmm. We haven't done that yet. And uh, looking at our stats, it's America and Australia that is where like most of our listeners are. So it's something that we really, really want to do. And um, hopefully with like by next year, that is something we'll be doing because it is something that we're actively working towards and trying to figure out how to do um, without completely crippling ourselves. But um, yeah, we just we just want to play. It just sounds it sounds cringe and it sounds like a bit weightless, but we just want to play anything anywhere Um because of like the pandemic and experiencing our first album behind closed doors, we're just desperate to play shows. And so luckily we have a team that are like, you have to, you have to think logically, you have to be strategic. You have to be careful about what you do. Otherwise you're just going to burn yourselves out or you're going to end up completely broke and not able to do anything. Um, which to be honest, we'd be fine with. We're okay with that. Um, <laughs> but um yeah, that is something that we really want to do. We want to come out to America, Australia, anywhere across Europe. Um, and it's just it's just about finding that right tour and that right band that will mm. take us out with them. Um, and again, like you wouldn't think it was that much of a backlog, but there still is a huge backlog from COVID. And so all 
And so all the booking agents and all the um, bigger bands obviously will take priority. And so we're just we're just waiting for those scraps to fall off the table and we can just be like, let's go. <laughs> it is. It's hard. It is really hard, even for local stuff down here, because everything mm-hmm. is so backed up. You're like, yeah. hey, can we book a show? And they're like, no, fuck off. We're full. <laughs> You're like, okay, all right. You can well, you just... can in 2030. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You're like, yeah. oh, we'll just put you down for, uh, you know, a Saturday during the day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know. It, it is really difficult. So we just have to wait for that, uh, that opening and then yeah. jump on it. Yeah, that's it. But in the meantime, I really hope that you do get the chance to come down here with a kick-ass band and play my living room. Yeah, that'd be great. And yes, no, 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 not my living room. But, you, know, <laughs> you know, some, you know, maybe a big festival or something. That would be great. Out there to the universe. Yes. You know, somebody. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, mate, it's been an absolute pleasure hanging out with you on the show tonight. And uh, mate, we will have all the links down here and on the website. To Negative Energy, which is out this week on June 23rd. I said the date right this time. Um, <laughs> <laughs> mate, thank you so much. And uh, no, thank you. Hope it all goes well. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. And uh, yeah, hope people enjoy Negative Energy. <laughs>